Hey, it's Kim Commando today, your daily podcast to keep you up to date with all things digital and beyond. And I'd love to have you be a part of our podcast. You can make an appointment to speak with me. Just head over to commando.com and on the top right, there's a button that says email Kim. Fill that out and that's it. I always like to start with something interesting. And have you ever wondered why Google Images was invented? I mean, was it because people were looking for pictures of the solar system or maybe images to use on their website or in videos? Well, here's a little known fun fact. Google Images was created because of, are you ready? Jennifer Lopez. Yes, Jennifer Lopez. You see, Google Images was launched back in 2001 because the world was looking to see her in that famous green Versace dress. And at that time, it was the most popular search query ever seen. And the pic was on tons and tons of websites, but people didn't want no stinking websites. They just wanted to see Jenny from the block looking smoking hot in that green dress. Well, before she married Ben Affleck, Jennifer Lopez was known as J-Lo, right? Well, she dropped the the last three letters of her last name. She just got rid of them. She dispensed of them. Doesn't that make her a Pez dispenser? <laughs> Sometimes I just crack myself up. Hey, listen, you're about to get more tech smarts because every single thing is a tech thing now. And if you're a new listener to the Kim Commando Show, welcome. I'm so glad that you're with us. And if you're already a listener, welcome back, because tech never stops. We've expanded my successful award-winning national weekend radio show heard on 425 top stations and globally on the American Forces Network radio in 175 different countries. Yes, we've expanded it to weekdays. And if you're listening on the radio, we love that. And this is just a reminder that you can also get Kim Commando today as a podcast Monday through Friday. So wherever you get your podcasts, just search for my last name. That's Commando with a K, of course. And I'm sure you have at least a few questions about something digital I can lend a hand to. And our T-Mobile unlimited listener line is now open at one 825-5254. All right. Every single day I go to the newswires. I visit at least 30 different websites and I speak to my friends, the industry insiders, to make sure that we're all up to date on everything digital. And this is part of the show where I like to talk about the top things that you need to know that are in the news. And we're going to start with employers are pushing to get employees back to the office. Well, some remote workers are using tricks to appear to be working from home when they really aren't. But here's the deal. The employers are totally wising up. The Wall Street Journal featured work-from-home employees, and they were using their real names, right, in the newspaper, showing all the tricks that they use to fold their employees into thinking that they're actually working. You see, as employers monitor work-from-home computers, these employees use things like mouse jigglers. Yeah, it makes the computer seem active when no one's actually touching it. Uh, others run long PowerPoint presentations to be appear like they are making this big presentation when maybe they're just making their bed. But in Canada, a work-from-home accountant, a gal by the name of Carly Bessem, she was fired. Now, she claimed that her employer owed her five grand in unpaid wages and severance. But the firm had been monitoring her computer, and now she has to pay them $2,500 back for the time that she was apparently just goofing off. Well, here we have an accountant working at home and with numbers, and you can say, well, she lost interest in her jobs. 
All right. Number two on our list, tech is causing you to age faster. What? That's right. As you gaze into your computer screen, the blue light admits is literally making you age faster. This is research coming from Oregon State University's Department of Integrative Biologies. And here's what they found. Long hours of exposure of the blue light emitted from everyday devices, talking about TVs and desktops and laptops and tablets and smart speakers and screens and phones. And well, it has a detrimental effect on a wide range of cells within our bodies. So from skin and fat cells to sensory neurons, the levels of specific metabolites, the chemicals essential for cells to function correctly, are in fact altered by blue light. So you might be thinking that, well, you know, we see all colors of the spectrum on the screen. And you do. But when you see anything that's white or a light color, here's the problem. It's primarily a high-energy blue light. That's the one that's killing cells. Now, there is a spot of good news here. Looking at monochrome screens from e-readers and the like, they're not very harmful. All right, number three in our list of five things. Ah, oh, You have to be careful. There are more online scammers than ever. And these online scams, they've been around for as long as products have been sold on the internet. But with inflation, layoffs hitting hard, there is a new generation of online retail fraud that's ripping people off. And these are people who think, you know, I'm so savvy about this, I'm never going to be taken. Well, the old scam has been polished and refined to the point that tens of thousands are being victimized, and I don't want you to be one of them. So imagine seeing an ad. Now, it's for one of your most favorite products, Oh, and it is on sale big time. Now, the ad links you to what appears to be a major retail site, when in reality, the website is a very accurate counterfeit. Now, if you buy a product there, your card will be processed and your items will never arrive. So protect yourself by going to a website and typing it in. Never use a link in an ad. And remember, you know, if it's too good to be true, it probably is. And let me tell you, it looks like NFT prices have hit rock bottom, too, because of the whole crypto crash. So you can get your monkey for nothing and your chimps for free. Come on, sing it with me. I want my, I want my, I want my NFT. Oh, I know. Sorry about that. All right. Number four on our list is how young kids are finding porn now. Now, if you've put up that conversation with your young children about online porn, it's time to move up the date because here's why. I don't need to tell you that online porn is everywhere, but here's a shock. A common sense media survey finds that kids are stumbling across online porn at an earlier and earlier age. 15% say they saw their first porn online at age 10. The average age of exposure is now 12. Now, most parents live in a dream world believing that their kid is somehow protected. Mm -mm, no, you're not. There are just too many paths to porn. So many parents just cannot stay one step ahead. Almost every kid has seen porn by the age of 17, and they're getting it through social media as one kid shares what he found with another, and then they can easily just run across it online. In fact, 41% of kids say they see porn while they're at school. Whoa, right? So if you haven't had the talk, have the talk, schedule it, and here, I can help you out. Get my kids' tech contract. 
it will help you set the rules totally free. And I want you to pass it out to anybody else you know. You can find the Kids Tech contract. It's the rules of the road right now at commando.com slash contract. And finally, this last coming in at number five, Sony is bringing back the Walkman. What? That's right. Now, the new Walkman is pretty different from its ancestor. Thankfully, those tape cassettes are long gone. Now, the new Walkman features a 3.6-inch color touchscreen for controls. It uses artificial intelligence to scale up the poor quality of digital audio. You know, most digital audio files, they might sound flat because it doesn't have that sparkling spatial quality, especially when it compares to real uncompressed audio. Well, Sony promises that it's going to restore all files to full dynamic range. Mm, We'll see. Now, the new Walkman can stream Spotify or really any music service. So how much do you think a brand new Sony Walkman is going to cost here in 2023? Anybody? Anybody? Yeah. Uh, I don't think you're going to guess. Over $400. Wow. $400. Sony's made some huge product blunders in the past, and this may be the next one. And when I was young, you don't have to say, I thought that only rich people owned Bose music systems and the rest of us had Sony products. It turns out that those were just stereotypes. Mm-hmm. All right, coming up, we have some great tips you cannot afford to miss. Like, for example, why do you even need smart lights? And Apple Watch, it has some hidden stats that you need to know. What's the difference between upload and download speed? And also, still to come, the best free video editors ever for Windows and Mac. And of course, your phone calls on the Kim Commando Today podcast. Hey, it's Kim Commando today with just a quick reminder. Yes, if you have not already entered to win our $500 Amazon gift card, let me tell you, you have to do it this weekend before the contest is over. Just head over to commando.com slash win. That's commando.com slash win. All right, how about we get this party started with Brian? Hello there, Brian. Glad to have you with us. Okay, so um, first off, I want to say that I love the show and I really especially love your, uh, your helpful hint emails. Those, oh, thank you. Those have been super fun to read. Like for the uh, I the iWatch, very very impressive. Anyway, so um, I guess my question has to do with these apps um, that are w- win real money games. Um, mm-hmm. uh, first off, um, I love my job and my coworkers, but the pay is really not not that great. And with okay. the wife and, and a couple of boys at home. Uh, money's pretty tight, especially nowadays. Um, so I went online and I found a couple games to play, and they're 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 fun anyway. Um, but one game I quote unquote won um, forty two G's, and the other one I'm north of twelve thousand um, dollars. Some some of my friends say that it's uh, real. Others say that I'm an idiot for playing. Um, so, so what happens? No, let me ask you, Brent. What what happens when you say, "Listen, I want to take the money out. I want to cash out." I'm sorry. What happens when you go on the app and you say, "Okay, I just won forty two grand. I want my money." What happens? Um, I I haven't tried to take it out, um, but I guess that you can do it through PayPal. Um, but I but I really honestly haven't tried. I I just think that the okay, well, games are fun. Yeah. 
Well, you know, I know the games were the games. The games can be fun, especially when you think you're winning real money. It's kind of like going right. to Vegas, right? And you're like, you pull the handle on the jackpot, and you're like, yes, I won fifty dollars. And then, of course, you lose thirty dollars, and then you win five dollars, and then you lose twenty dollars, and then you you know it goes back and forth until you're actually in the hole. But uh, right. or sometimes you can win. Sometimes you really can. You know, generally speaking, these. "Quote unquote apps games," and I don't want you to say what the names of the apps are. We can we'll look at those offline because I don't want anybody to I don't want anybody to think that they're going to go win forty two grand off of these apps. But many times there's some hidden fees. There may be membership fees, subscription fees, uh, other fees to claim your winnings. Uh, sometimes these games have been rigged. Some apps will ask for personal information like your credit card details. Uh, and then it's used for identity theft, unauthorized charges. Many of these apps have in-app purchases, so if you want more chances, you give to them, you have to give them more money. Uh, some of them are advertising where they're going to track your time and data being sold to advertisers. But if, if you really want to make money, Brian, put the phone down, okay? Okay. With, put the, okay, put the games away. Now, what is it that you could do freelancing. I mean, what kind, what kind of skill set do you have? Well, um, my my job is with kids, um, with three to five-year-olds especially, um, helping mm-hmm. them prepare for, for school. Um, so, so I guess I'm good with um, kids there. I'm also um, like to play jokes and, and uh, pranks and just have fun. So um, maybe be a comedian. I'm not sure. Okay, well, let's focus on the kids because it's a long, hard road to be a comedian. Hold on just a second. I want to look something up. Since you say that you like to work with kids, uh, I have a couple of things that you can do that you can make maybe $18 an hour, $20 an hour on, okay? Which okay. is which is with this is legitimate money. And so what you can be is an online tutor, an online teacher. And so there are platforms like Coursera, uh, Chegg VIP Kid, and so where you could sign up, and maybe somebody has a three or five year old just learning to read or something like that, and then you would be their teacher. Do you have any teaching credentials? I don't know. Okay, all right. Without the teaching credentials, you may have trouble getting a job there, but you can get a job at virtualbabysittersclub.com. Okay, again, it's virtualbabysittersclub.com. What it does is that you're going to be there to keep the kids active while mom and dad are doing something else. So three to five-year-olds, what could you do? You could read them a book, right? You could have a puppet show. Uh, And if you're working with those kids, you know that you have to be really engaging and smart in order to keep their attention. But the good news is that so many kids, even that age, they're used to seeing things through a screen that it's not unusual for them. To have somebody, you'd, you'd be like a live YouTube character for them, okay? So and at that job, you're going to make about $18 an hour. So there, there are different ways for you to make money other than to think you're going to suddenly make 42, 18 grand or whatever it is. I, I'd be curious to see what happens when you try to cash out. But if they ask you for your PayPal account, your PayPal password, your bank account, anything personally identifiable information, that's when the big red flag goes up. Okay. okay. Maybe what you want to do is you set up a separate PayPal account that's not tied to anything. It's not tied to your checking account, whatever it is. And then just see, just see what happens. But 
I tell you, I wouldn't even touch it because I've never okay. heard of anybody making 50 grand on one of these apps by spinning a wheel. It just doesn't work. So, you know, and, so again. And the best part is that 42 grand that I quote unquote won, I did that in like two and a half weeks. So um, that in itself um, says a lot too. Okay. Let me tell you something. If, if I could make 42 grand playing games on an app, Brian, I would be the first one in line to do that. Okay, I mean that would just be that would be totally my gig. I I don't care what it is, I'd be right there with you. So again, it's the virtualbabysittersclub.com, and and then there are other ways you can make money too. There's Upwork, there's Fiverr, there's Freelancer. You could sell products online. You could create content. There's also online customer service, data entry. We have lists and lists of online legitimate jobs over at the website. That's commando.com with a K, of course. You know, just a word about finding a job online. If you have to ever pay money in order to get that job, mm -mm, it's probably a scam. Nobody should ever ask you to buy computers and monitors or whatever. So you have to be really, really careful, especially now because of all the layoffs. The scammers are out in full force. All right. Let's talk about smart lights. I mean, why do you even need a smart light? Somebody asked me that the other day. They're like, why would I even bother having a smart light? I mean, what, so I don't have to go over and just like turn the lamp on? No, smart lights do so much more. Like, for example, let's say you just got home. It's dark. And you know, you can't find your way to the light switch. It's pretty scary. Well, here's something cool. You can schedule your smart bulbs to turn on and off whenever you want. So if you're heading home late at night, you can automate them to power on just as you walk in the door. Or better yet, take it to the next level. Smart lights know when you're actually in the neighborhood. And so you can say when you're a couple of blocks away, all those lights that you need would turn on automatically. You're not going to be tripping anymore. Okay, next up, you can control your smart lights from anywhere using a smartphone app, and it's really simple to do. So let's say you don't want to get off your seat in order to find the light switch because you're just really comfy and cozy on the couch. Instead of just getting up, what you can do is just say whoever your smart assistant is, whether it's Alexa or Google Assistant, you can say light on, and then your smart bulb can be controlled by your smart assistant. Now, most smart bulbs are also customizable. That means you can change their brightness, their coolness, warmness, their color, all to your liking. So which are the best smart light brands to take a look at? I recommend the smart light bulbs from Amazon, also GE and Philips. And of course, you guessed it, you can find all of these for sale over on Amazon. Hey, I just want to let you know, if you ever have a question for me and you want me to answer it here on the show, the easiest way to do that is for you to just drop me a note. I know it's pretty old school. Head over to commando.com. In the upper right-hand corner, there's a link that says email Kim. Stay right where you are. We have more of your phone calls and more tips you don't want to miss on the Kim Commando Today podcast. We're going to be talking about upload and download speeds in just a few minutes and later on the best free video editors ever for Windows and Mac. And before we get back to all of your phone calls, let's talk about your Apple Watch because there are some really wonderful hidden settings that you might not know about. Like, for example, has your gait or how you walk changed? It's really important to know because every year, 3 million adults in the U.S. head to the emergency room because of a fall injury. So a sudden shift in your stride is often the first sign of a an underlying health issue. And it's difficult to notice by yourself when it's happening. Well, if you have an Apple Watch, you're in luck because you have a feature that notifies you when something's wrong. It's called walking steadiness. 
It's tucked right inside your phone's health app. And once you turn it on, it monitors your posture and it predicts if your walk is weaker or less steady than usual. Now, to set it up, you just open your health app and find walking steadiness notifications. You're going to need to do some work, confirm your age, your weight, and your height. And this is the real important part. Be sure that you turn on notifications because this is how the app warns you about any shifts in your walking stability. And this is pretty great too. As the watch tracks your walking steadiness, you can see in a handy chart how your walk has improved or declined over time. And I know what you're thinking. You just heard of this. You're like, Kim, Kim, no, no, no. I don't have an Apple Watch. I mean, I've been hiding from doing any exercises at all because I'm in the fitness protection program. Mm -hmm, I know. Uh, Joan in Aurora, Colorado. Hello there, Joan. Well, hi, Kim. Thank you so much for talking to me. It's kind of hard to believe what has happened to me, and people need to be aware. It well, tell me November. the story. What's going on? I came in from my walk, and I had a phone message from my bank that said someone got into my bank account and stole $4,000. And I, I was shocked. So I went right down to the bank and was told a woman named, I won't give her name, used her home computer with my Social Security number, and she bypassed all the bank's security measures, and she stole my $4,000. And the bank said, oh, no, these new computer hackers, they know how to get around all of our bank software, and we can't protect your money at all. This was the bank vice president telling me they cannot protect my money what? at all, and I need to go wait. to the police. Okay, so wait, wait. I, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. A bank? Is this a little tiny bank or is this a big bank? This is a big bank. And they told you that there's nothing that they can do to to prevent hackers from getting yes. into your account and stealing? That, well, that's the biggest pile of crap that I've ever heard. Well, it gets better because they said I needed to go to the police, so I did. And the police said... Oh, Joni, this happens a hundred times a day in Aurora, Colorado, to all the banks, just not your bank. We can't stop these people, uh, and the, we're the police. All you can do, you are out this money. Uh, try and file a homeowner's insurance claim. They said, no, we can't help you. It happens a hundred times a day. We can't even read all the paperwork. It happens so many times a day. Let all your friends know that we can't protect their money. So I've been talking to people, and you know, then I went to my homeowner's insurance, and they assured me the same thing. It happens 100 times a day. A nice detective from Aurora Police called me. He said, ma'am, I can't even read the 100 reports every day this happens to all you seniors. There's nothing you can do. You're out the money. And I said, okay, well, the bank had me fill out all these forms with the FDIC, and it took about three, two months, and eventually, you got the money I, back. eventually yeah. I did get the money back. But they well, because I think me, you know your accounts, your accounts are insured up to two hundred fifty thousand dollars per account, the FDIC. But what yeah. really concerns me, Joan, is mm -hmm. that what was the name of the bank? Canvas Credit Union. Canvas, like C A N V A S. I live okay. in a senior community. Half the people in my building, there's 20, 50 people in my building, half the people have their bank account there. Okay. Well, they need to get their money out of that bank. If a vice president says that he can't guarantee it, that it's not going to be stolen or hacked or otherwise. But, I mean, but then the police and just... the detectives said, it's just not your bank. It's all the banks in Colorado. It's a terrible scam. 
scheme that these hackers using their home okay. computers know how to get through our security. Okay, well, what they're doing is that they're targeting seniors. And it's not just happening in Colorado. It's happening all across the country. It is. Uh, mm-hmm. and, it, and it is a huge problem because these hackers and scammers, they prey upon your vulnerability that uh-huh. they're going to they're gonna send you an email and it looks like it's a, a card coming from your church and you mm-hmm. click on it and all of a sudden you don't know, but you've got a keylogger uh, that is a, a rat that's giving them remote access in, into your computer. So anything that you type in your computer, they have, they can see it and they can get into your computer, get into your online banking account and steal that money. That's what they're talking about. I've never even done banking online. I don't put my social security on the computer. I don't put anything on the computer but email. But But using that... They can acquire different information, meaning that they can, uh, yeah. if you're on your computer, they can go to the dark web, they can buy certain information, they now have your IP address, that's the computer that you're using, they can spoof that address. It's uh-huh. very, very sophisticated. So what you need to do is, number one, um, wow, make sure that you have good internet security software running. Mm-hmm. You want to, yeah. you know, we always talk about strong and unique passwords, uh, two-factor authentication. If you can use the Google Authenticator app, that's even better because that that two-factor authentication isn't going to be sent to your phone where they can bypass it as a text message is that it's actually sent to an app right on your phone. Um, make sure that you don't click any links, download any attachments. Make sure, like you said, you know, use a credit card. Never use a debit card. I know you're not doing that, but I'm just passing right, it along. Right, right. And, and, then, and you need to, let me just finish, let me finish mm-hmm. or Joan, is that then, you know, you also need to keep an eye on your account. Now you, you know, you check your credit card, your bank statements, report any, unsus- you know, suspicious activity and make sure that you set up whatever alerts that you can so that if a charge is made without your credit card present. Um, but I'm concerned about the computer that you have, if they, if they say that was how the person got in is that we need to make sure that there isn't any malware, any badware, or anything like that hanging on the inside that uh, that will allow them to have complete access again to all of your your accounts. And but you know, I'm I'm so glad that you called because it brings up a lot of really really important points, Joan. Is that you just need to be suspicious and cautious of anything that you get via your email. Uh, one of the things that I've always recommended is that you have two separate computers. You have one that you that you use or a tablet or you know desktop laptop whatever it may be so you have one that you do for your email your social media stuff like that and then you have one where you only handle your your bank account information you know Joan it's easy for somebody to get in there and to to figure a lot of things out even if you're just doing email there's a lot of information in that email box and when you start really thinking about it so uh, what you can also do is file a complaint with the internet crime complaint center that's ic3.gov and they, that's the FBI, and they track every single instance. And one of the things I'd like you to do, Joan, is in that building of 50 people is that maybe you invite everybody down for a cup of coffee and some donuts, and I'm happy to sponsor that meeting for you, send you 100 bucks or so so you can buy some donuts and coffee and tell everybody your story and tell everybody what happened, and then pass along these points, maybe play this phone call for everybody in that room so that they know that their money, their money's safe in the bank but it's not safe from anything that they may be doing outside of that bank. 
And if, if they have any question about that bank, they should move it to a bigger and better bank, which I would do because if a vice president bank says my your money's not safe here, I'm moving bank accounts like pronto. Joan, thank you for your call. Dealing with issues like this is just so frustrating. All right, let's do a great tip. And this week, it's brought to you by NetSuite. All right, when your home internet isn't as fast as it should be, most people do a speed test and keep focused on the download speed. Yeah, that's important, but so is upload speed. Let me explain. Go to Google and just type in internet speed test. The first result is Google's test. And in about 30 seconds, you'll know your internet connections download and upload speed. So the download speed is usually the number that your provider sells you on, 50 or 100, maybe more megabits per second. The upload speed is always a lot lower than your download speed. Your upload speed will affect whether or not your video calls freeze or maybe when you're playing a game, it just gets laggy. You need at least three megabits per second for video calls. So keep this in mind the next time your connection isn't exactly what it usually is. There may be just too many different connections tying up the upload speed and not really the download speed. And when you do that internet connection speed test, it's always good to do it a few times during the day, especially say eight or nine o'clock at night, because that's when everybody's all jumping online to watch whatever the latest streaming sensation is. And if you need more information about this or maybe some different places to do an internet speed test, fast.com is another one in case you want to check it out. That's actually owned by Netflix. We have a ton of information over on our website. That's commando.com with a K, of course, K-O-M-A-N com. All right, still to come, you took all these fantastic videos over the holidays. Just don't let them sit in your phone. I want you to create a best of video that you can share with your family members and friends. But you don't have to buy an expensive, pricey video editing program or pay for it every single month because there are some terrific free video editors I need to tell you about. And you definitely won't want to miss that here on the Kim Commando Today podcast. So you're listening to Kim Commando today, and be sure to follow all of our podcasts for more tech smarts. Like, for example, we have our daily tech update. Oh, my gosh, you are going to love the daily tech update. If you haven't tried it, you're just missing out because the Internet, it can be a dangerous place. And so I tell you about all the latest security breaches and security alerts and product recalls, as well as you get a digital life hack every single day. And that's a quick tip that you can use time and time again. So wherever you get your podcast, whether it's on Apple, Google, Spotify, Pandora, Amazon, you name it, just search for my last name. That's Commando with a K, of course, K-O-M-A-N-D-O. Dennis in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Hi there, Dennis. Hello. How are you today? I'm great. What's going on? Well, a few weeks ago, you had a lady call. I believe it was a lady. I was driving, and I could not write down what you described. But I have a granddaughter who's an honor student. Uh, She's actually going to graduate with an associate degree before she graduates from high school. Oh, wow. Good for her. (laughs) She'll be going to Purdue in the fall, and it was a device to take notes on that you said was simple to operate uh, and would work great in a class environment. Oh, I remember now. Yeah, uh, because the the mom's daughter was going to Embry-Riddle to be, I think she was going to be a... an aerospace nuclear engineer or something like that, which I think is amazing. Um, I just want to be a pharmacist. That's okay. It's, we, we need those too. Absolutely. hundred percent. 
But um, what I was talking to her about, uh, to refresh everybody's memory, is that maybe we didn't want to get her an iPad because then we, there, are, there are distractions on an iPad, i.e. TikTok, Be Real, Instagram, all the other social media. So if you're looking for just a device, there's actually two that I recommended. One is called a Remarkable 2, and it's just a tablet for you to write and to take notes on. And your notes are stored in the cloud, and you can draw, and you can do flow charts. And, uh, but that's the only thing it is, is like a, an old-fashioned notebook, but it keeps everything in the cloud. Now, that's $299. Um, now, Amazon has recently released something called the Kindle Scribe. And it's pretty much the same thing as the Remarkable 2. It also has glare-free displays. and uh, But the thing about the Kindle Scribe that is interesting to me is that – you might want to ask your granddaughter this – is that if she's also getting her e-books through the Kindle store, her textbooks through the Kindle store, is that that might make more sense because this way she has her textbooks on the Kindle Scribe and she can take notes inside the textbooks as well. That would be fantastic. So – that's the the I, kin- I really the kin- appreciate this because I w- was driving and I couldn't write it down and I thought, my, this will help my granddaughter out so much. Well, perfect. So it's going to be we the remarkable. Fund, we have a fund set up just to cover some of her college expenses and uh, it it works out. And you know, I can take the money from that fund and in a year it replaces itself with the interest that it earns and it's a great uh, a great tool. You know what? Those 529 accounts are phenomenal, aren't they? Yes, they are. <laughs> and uh, it, I, I really appreciate you taking uh, taking my call. And, and I, I listen to you as often as I can, but that uh, I, I enjoy your show. Well, thank you very much, Dennis. Again, that's the Remarkable 2 or the Kindle Scribe. Uh, take a look at both, and then you know your granddaughter best, and then you can decide which one. And by the way, if you ever miss anything that I talk about here on the show— I just want to remind you that you can also get the Kim Commando Show as a podcast, and you can get that Monday through Friday. Just search for Kim Commando Today. That's Kim Commando Today. Wherever you get your podcasts, and just search for Kim Commando Today, and then you got it. Hey, if you ever have any questions about what you should buy, what is the right product for whatever you're trying to do within your budget, over on our website, commando.com, we have done extensive research. If you just hit the shopping guides, is that that's where you'll find guides for not just tablets, but we have the best laptops, the best Chromebooks, the best routers, and Wi-Fi systems, whatever you may be looking at, e-readers and smart bulbs. Just be sure that you know that you can go to the one place on the internet that you can trust. That's my website. K-O-M-A-N-D-O.com. So whatever you're looking for to buy, just go ahead and be sure that you check it out. You check our buying guides. And we're going to tell you the good, the bad, and the ugly. Tell you what are the pros and what are the cons. And you again, you can just go in and look at your particular price point, And you know that whatever we recommend, that you can trust everything that you see there. So again, our website is commando.com, K-O-M-A-N-D-O.com. Okay, so it's time to get all of those videos out of your phone, right, already, and let's get them even up onto YouTube in a private channel. Now, if you're looking for a great free video editing program, you're in for a treat. Here's a video editor for Windows and one for Mac. Now, I will tell you, without much fanfare, Microsoft has released a really good video editing program called ClipChamp. It's easy to use for family videos, and you can actually make some solid social media commercials with it, too. Now, Microsoft would love for you to buy ClipChamp subscriptions to store your videos in the cloud and then use stock videos, but you don't need to do that. You can store your videos for free on YouTube and then use the sites like 
Unsplash, and Pexels to get free stock footage. ClipChamp is free, and you can find it in the Microsoft Store. Now, if you're on a Mac, iMovie, that's it. It's free for Apple. It's tops. Editing a video is no-brainer. And that's the thing. If you haven't used a video editor lately because you thought it was too hard, try again. These programs have totally changed for the better. Hey, be sure to tell three friends about the Kim Commando Show and podcast because every single thing is now a tech thing and knowledge is power. And you can find us at commando.com. <laughs>